Hello and welcome to the unofficial, unsanctioned women's UCI cycling show. My name is Dan and with me as always is jet-setting pseudo-Dutch woman, Sarah. How are you, Sarah? I'm fine, thank you very much. I just got back from the Netherlands uh, on Monday, so I'm feeling like, oh my god, the Netherlands is the best place in the world, it was great. You had an amazing time in the Netherlands. I mean, obviously you were uh, primarily slash officially there to um, help with the Energy Vok tour, but you also managed to spend some time in Amsterdam and Utrecht and rode bikes and did stuff and things and also other things so i'm to be honest just a little bit jealous good 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 that's how it should be <laughs> yeah um, I, I i we're gonna do it a different way i think we're gonna talk about what it was like backstage at the race and we'll get in the usual race commentary and stuff like that but yeah um because it was fun it's it's cool the weirdest thing about going to a bike race though is that like there's obviously so much work goes into setting it up, going to organize it. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, months and months and months and months of organization. And then it's so much frantic hard work during the race. And then everyone just goes at the end of it and it's over. <laughs> isn't, isn't that kind of. It's extraordinary. Yeah. Like, it's the weird thing about, I guess, events of all sorts. But, you know, like, as you say, so much preparation, so much build up. And then it's over in what feels like a flash. And then it's just like, oh, okay, cool. And you've got, like, the summer camp blues you know yeah but the, well i guess for the bowl for, for the energy water because they finish on borkham a german island so you get to see like riders chatting to each other on the ferry on the way home and things like that but it's different you know it but but you know you can kind of it's like you be the women's to a woman you're standing there having this cheering and excitement and then suddenly you realize everyone's just gone it's just dissipated it's it's extraordinary yeah it's yeah. It's, it's really really interesting but it's also it's also nice because you know you get to spend a week like seeing teams in different environments. You know you're you're seeing you're seeing them how they live together, how how they how, you know who talks to who, who who who's public, who's private. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a really really interesting thing, really interesting way to see it. You know to see to, to see to see cycling. And I recommend people go to the, go to races anyway. But yeah, it was it was yeah it, it's. It, and it's the first stage race of the season as well. So we kind of get to see teams. We've seen how they perform in day races. Yeah. But a stage race is such a different beast. Yeah. It's particularly yeah. interesting. I enjoyed it. Cool, cool. I, I mean, I think you're totally, I mean, obviously you're spot on. But like stage racing, I think, because pretty much I, now that I think about it, like the only races I've been to have been day races. Um, which, you know, they're mm -hmm. awesome, but yeah, going to a, a tour would be quite different because not only is each stage different, but the, the unfolding sort of meta narrative of the tour would be really different too. Yeah. And also how they're working. Like this is the, so it's the so although we saw stage racing for the, and, and for this, of course, there's been stage races happening in other countries, you know, the amazing to a family, you know, San Luis in Argentina, yep. for example. Um, but but this is the first European stage race, and this is the first time we see. And we obviously, you know, the, the ladies do have Qatar, but this is different iterations of their teams mm, mm. together. And some of them were the really like Bowles ran Bowles. Bowles had the biggest, you know, their big they had had a really big a really big hitter team. Although yeah. they've got their climbing iteration over um, over in the Basque country this week. Well, and, and also, teams, I mean, realistically, Bowles um, kind of don't have a not big hitter team. You know, like. 
Yeah, whereas Wheel High Five, for example, was um, more riders who were, um, you know, kind of, it was, it was a young team. They had Amy Peters and Chloe Hosting, but it was kind of your Lucy Garners, um, yeah, Amy Roberts, those kind of, those, those kind of riders. Yeah. Uh, rather than Elisa, Emma Johansson, and people yeah, like that. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was fun. cool. Fun, 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 fun. So, did you have like, well, not to get too far ahead, but did you have like a favorite stage or? Because I know, well, okay, let me say the reason I'm asking that specifically is because I know um, how much a fan you are of, for example, team time trials. And, you know, this race provides one of the few opportunities to see a team time trial. So, you know, does the the fact that that's there sort of add um, weight to that stage versus others? Or is it more a case of, you know, this accumulative appreciation for the race overall because each stage is so cool in its own right? Yeah, but it's okay. It's interesting because they run a junior race alongside a junior stage race alongside the elite women's race. And uh, the junior race is part of the Nations Cup. And it was fascinating to hear a little bit more about how the Nations Cup came about because, you know, we were somewhat surprised by the Nations <laughs> Cup appearing, you know, like a week or two ago. But it turns out the race organisers were also somewhat surprised by being asked to be in the Nations Cup. Two weeks before Chitiglio. Is, is I, I'm just I'm mindful of all the times we've cracked jokes about surprise Italian mountains or surprise Israeli races, and and, and now we can add surprise UCI you know major competitions over the course of the season to that list. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that was interesting. It was it's it's also re- it's really interesting hearing about that because. Um, the UCI were very, very keen that Energy Water Energy Water was the first um, UCI junior stage race ever a couple of years ago. It hadn't had UCI status last year, but it was. Um, it, it they've been very they're very proud of yep. their junior race. The, the elite race was one run for six years, and they I think of um, they've been adding you know they've been, they've been adding the junior race over 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 the course of the years, and they're very proud of it. It makes it exhausting. So, but but I guess going back to your question. It's hard to have a favourite stage because I watched them in different uh-huh. ways, yeah? So stage one, the TTT, was the elite women first and then the junior women. And it's very and it's quite hard to keep, to live tweet um, something like a TTT or an ITT because it's like bang, 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 results, yeah. results, results, results. You know, you don't really get time to breathe. And it was dark. And by the time the, jun- the last juniors were going out, it was dark, it was pouring with rain, it was freezing. I had um, lovely, lovely help. It's so nice to meet uh you know, the women's cycling community in the real life, but Bartel was holding an umbrella over me and Peter van der Veen was shining his torch on his, his, his torch on my piece of wet paper so that I could write down the results. Awesome. So it was a really unpleasant experience because it was just so cold, yeah, so wet. Yeah. Just the rain was just coming down. But at, but at the same time, the sort of solidarity of... that you have with those people for, you know, helping each other out in that moment must be really exquisite too, you know, like, like, that's an experience yeah. you get to look back on over the years and, and really appreciate. But, I mean, I take your point. It's, yeah. it's miserable, but, you know. Yeah, it was miserable as hell. I My, my bones were yeah. so cold. And, it was, and But that was the only day that I had to do it roadside because on stage two, they were like, oh, why don't you sit in the jury van and listen to race radio? So that way I, I was updating my, you know, so I was sitting in the, in yeah. the jury van and I jump out of the, because they're coming through the town on laps, I leap out of the jury van and take photos yeah, of the laps, yeah. but you know the laps as they went past, 
and then leap back in to hear what's going on, on the radio. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of a it's kind of a became a different you know was was a different way for different tours. And then on stage four A in Zwickau, which was the stage four day four was the morning day, and then the evening. You yep. know, then, the, then the, the then the kind of evening. Sort of thing. The, yeah, yeah. So you had the June, you had the morning road race for the elites. Then you had the <laughs> the morning. Uh, then you had the road race for the juniors and then we jumped in a car and went to the afternoon ITT but in that because it was like one long big loop around the area and then a small lap for the elites and you know but just one big loop for the uh for the juniors I went out in the car and we were nipping between between parts of the route so that Tice the race director could you know could do the standing on the corner pointing and waving his wag and yeah. whistling and we could take photos so it was a very, you know, we could hear the, and we could hear the race radio. So it was a very different, it, it was, you know, you experience all these different stages in very different ways. And I mean, and day four was exhausting, like completely yeah. exhausting because it's like live updates, three, three races in a row. So it's kind of like bang, 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 bang. So I, yeah, I don't think there's a favorite. Um, it's more appreciating different elements of each one, I guess. Yeah. And I, you know, and, and the, there's, um, and it's also how you're watching it because while I was updating from race radio, I was also doing lots mm. of retweeting mm. and seeing information. So they had people from ATV um, Nord out on the roadside, um, uh, Teo Sikama uh, especially, and they were like like tweeting every every day. They were out on the roadside um, because they didn't because ATV Nord Sports, they knew they didn't have they were yeah. in a live blog. They were updating their Twitter with like, you know, key bits of information every half an hour. But they were basically saying, follow Teo Sycamore, who works for RTV Nord, so that they weren't like like boring their right, Twitter gotcha. followers to death if they yep, were yep. cycling. But then but because they're like people who make TV, they have these gorgeous little tiny filmettes and photos and, you know, kind of telling you what it was like out on the course. So... And I love that way of building up a race Twitter where you're... It's sort of those um, extra elements, you know, isn't in... it? Just like those little bits of colour that just sort of add a, a substance and a style to it that you don't always get, so... Yeah, and I kind of feel like, the, you know, the, the Sarah Connolly theory of live-tweeting races is that you pull in tonnes of mm. stuff from other people as well. It's not just about you giving your information. Yeah, it's about yeah. you sharing other people's stuff too uh -huh. so that you're you know and and, and making it as 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 and 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 sure. having lots of pictures making it as colorful sarah as putting the social in, in, in social media so <laughs> i know i know who'd have, who'd have thought that that's the I best know. way to use I social know. media yeah, at, at the same time I mean, I, I mean we all know from from bitter experience how many organizations and businesses let alone races or <clears throat> uci um you know, struggle to do that. So, you know, it's yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I mean, we've had this conversation. You know, Dan's job is social media, so we've had this conversation a lot about different people's approaches to stuff, and some, you know, the, the difference between a, a purely information mm. out Twitter versus a conversational Twitter versus a sharing Twitter versus a we're the only people in the world yeah. who know this stuff. You know, it's 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 a really I find it fascinating. Absolutely. The, 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 
different yeah. approaches and 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 you know especially because it's an evolving you know it's an evolving yeah world, oh absolutely it? like, all... it's, yeah like the thing that worked last year may not be right this year because the landscape's changed and i mean like well obviously for us you know as fans of women's cycling this year the big change is the the world tour and the various media requirements around that and and you know it's not necessarily that doing what you did previously is wrong but just that you've got to be aware of those changes because you want to adjust you know little details to to that changed environment absolutely yeah and with video this year so the other thing is is that like you know you can because multiple people can log into your twitter account so tice and daniela beckering um were you know tweeting videos at the same time i was tweeting photos so yeah, which makes it which makes it really, and then people are going, well, are you using Periscope? And it's like, well, I find personally Periscope quite hard to follow right. up on a laptop because you know I don't have I, I follow races on a laptop. Um, I can't. I generally can't get Periscope. Well, and me. and look but, again, it goes back to what you say about that whole thing of learning how to build things out, and you know, like my instinct would be to separate your periscope out from your main race twitter anyway because the people who want that experience it's a it's a particular experience you know um and and i don't think it fits into necessarily the main thing which isn't to say you shouldn't do it but just you know it it is a lot about selecting the right channels and the right delivery mechanisms what you're trying to achieve But also you can you can use the Twitter app to yeah, video to yeah. add a video in too. So it's like, do you use Periscope or do you use your Twitter app? I mean, do you put it on Instagram? Then how do you connect? How do you link between Instagram? Because of course Instagram is much bigger yep, this year than yep. it was last year. Periscope is a thing this year in a way that mm. it wasn't last year, and that's going to keep changing. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be very hard for races to keep up, and it's hard for me to keep up. I I can feel that my social media edge, which I had a couple of years ago has oh, has gone because you know i'm not using periscope, i'm not using i uh, yeah i don't know whether it's about getting old or whether it's just about these things kind of go go in waves and i'm oh, yeah, just no, you know maybe maybe i'm just missed out on this wave but i'll pick up on the next well, wave that, Do you know what and I mean? also because... i think i think you know there is age isn't the right um metric for it but there are like as you say there are ways but there are also things about um for want of a better term, sort of generational linguistics, you know, where the way that um, people of a certain age will use those channels is very different to, you know, like the way I would use Facebook is wildly different to the way my mum uses Facebook. You know, it's it's the same channel, it's yeah. the same set of yeah. tools, but we communicate in completely different ways. Um, you know, in her case, by sharing everything, and in my case, by making up fake names. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's just one of those things um, that... I think you're 100 percent right. Like it's it's an ever evolved, or or how Snapchats, or how Snapchats yeah. evolved. So you know, I used to use I used to use Snapchat quite a lot, but yeah. I just got bored of it. But now Snapchats evolved in a different way, and to me, Snapchat's something I tried and I enjoyed for a bit, and it was fun. But I grew, but I you know I I kind of grew out of. And I guess because because you know when Snapchat. You know, when we were sending each other Snapchats, the joke was that Snapchat was only for sex. Not that I was ever, 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 ever did that. I just had to really stress yeah. that. But, you know, like, like, like that was, that well, was it, the joke it about it. was the joke it about it. But that... then, you know, like we were a great example, I think, too, of, you know, two really good mates who live literally on opposite sides of the world, sort of. And it was like banal stuff. Like anyone else who was watching what we were, we were sharing would have just been like, oh, fuck, this is so boring. Like I remember distinctly once I actually sent you like a video of me walking from my office to the car park. <laughs> yeah. 
just because we could. Exactly. Yeah, this is the most boring thing in the world, but it's also part of my day, and <laughs> and now you know what it looks like. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, and it's, it's, but but I kind of stopped doing Snapchat because it was um, uh, a. Um, you know, and that's the interesting thing, isn't it? Is these things yeah. move and change and transform. They keep will, and they still. I guess the thing to do is to not try to do everything. Yeah. That's the other yeah. thing that is really important about race, race stuff. Like, just don't well, try and, from, and do everything. From my Unless work you're... point of view, that's something that we like. I talk with my team about a lot. Is that yeah? There's a lot of interesting new things, and I encourage a lot of trialing and experimenting with things. But at the same time, I'm very, very clear on we don't do everything and unless we think something really sticks or works with what we're trying to achieve overall um you know it's not worth investing more time in it beyond the the trialing it you know and and that's not an absolute Mm. thing either that's not to say that you close the door on it and never come back it's just a you know it's not the thing now so you know we'll look again later if something changes but you know i guess i guess that is the key thing isn't it that like no matter the channel no matter the the context you know, if you're a race or a race organizer or whatever, you have to be clear about who you're trying to reach and how you're trying to reach them. Yeah, and we were talking about this during the race, actually. With I was talking with um, uh, yep. Felix Mattis, who makes videos, and Sean uh, Robinson, who's VeloFocus Pictures. And we were talking about the ways that different teams do it because there are some teams that don't even use websites anymore, yeah. practically. So, for example, if you look at the Canyon Shram stuff, that's only on, that's only on Facebook. And we were talking about why they don't copy and paste the things that they're putting onto Facebook onto their onto their website. And, you know, we're having this, this debate about whether it's good because, you know, well, they're just using social and they get loads of social or whether it's bad because they need a fake. They need a they need a website. And again, whether that's something about our age, like, you know, Sean and I are a bit older than Felix. So, you know, for us, having a website is like still important. But. You know, if it's if, if what your if your metric that you're using to talk to your sponsors is social yeah, media, yeah. do you even need to put things on there? And I mean, I didn't come to a conclusion on that. I still, you know, and it's also about what actual resources you've got because if you're Flanders Classics or ACO, ASO or RS, RCS, you've probably got a whole team who can have okay, right, this person is all about Instagram. And this person is all about uh, yeah. Snapchat and so on and so on. You know, I mean, you've got you've got the resources to do it all, and 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 to have someone who can link it all together. But you know, but but again, the Flanders Classics—they don't focus so much on live race updates because they don't yeah, need to. Yeah, well, I guess. true, I guess. You know, um, interesting. It, it's um, I, well, I, I mean. My view of it is, I guess, much the same in the sense that, like, it, it's just going to be one of those things that you've got to sort of accept that the world is going to be dynamic, and there's really not much you can you can do about that except surf the waves as best you can, I suppose. Really. Mm. All of that said, though, um, mm. so we started off with the team time trial where you were roadside and tweeting out results and stuff madly, but what actually happened? So. The team time trial was always going to be fascinating this year. And and it's fascinating because in the past, um, the Can- Canyon SRAM, when it was specialised Lululemon, Velocio SRAM, dominated yeah. every TTT. Yeah. And this year, because Trixie Warwick is out, they only sent five riders right. Canyon SRAM to, to the Energy Water because yep. Trixie Warwick was, you know, 
only had her accident a couple of weeks ago. And they actually, you know, Ronnie Lauka, the DS, gave them a choice. Do you want to carry on riding without Trixie or do you mm. want to take some time off? And they said, no, keep riding. So it was going to be fascinating because they weren't fielding yep. their strongest team. But, you know, and I, and I interviewed Eleanor Cicchini and Ronnie Lauka before, this, before the TTT. And Eleanor, it's her first year in the team, her and yep. Alexis Ryan. And they were, they were, you know, they were kind of getting, they, they were saying, they were saying, oh, well, you know, the, 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 this is basically a, uh, you know, we, we, the goal is, the TTT goal is October in Worlds. And Ronnie was saying, oh, you know, this is basically to put, to see how we are right now. Yeah, yeah where a bit the of a, bit of a benchmark. Are. Yeah? Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, of course, of course, I completely understand that this isn't going to be, they're not necessarily going to be telling me the whole truth. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a kind of <laughs> semi-journalist type person. They're going to be giving me the, 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 the thing. So, but then there was going to be, then you looked at the teams and you go, okay, so Rabo Live, Rabo Live are a strong TT team, but they didn't have their strongest team. And uh, Anna van der Breger is six, yep. so she pulled out. Okay, so that's interesting. Wiggle High Five had said that they really want to be a TTT team, but their team was, you know, was only, was, yeah, was just kind yeah, of small exactly. one. And you look at them on yeah, paper small and one it's of, like, yeah, no, this, isn't, right this isn't their ultimate yeah. TTT team. Then you look at Orica AIS and you're going, okay, okay, that's interesting because Orica have Kat mm. Garfoots and Taylor Wiles who are, and Annemiek van Vlerten who are very strong TTT riders. And you're like, hang on a minute, Orica, Orica have got big TTT yeah. ambitions too. And then there's Bowles. And Bowles have Ellen van Dyke, Christine Mayerus, Chantal Blanc, yeah, yeah. Amelie Diedrichsen. Tons of really strong yeah, riders. Yeah. And you're like, shit, Bowles, very much very much want that ttt so it was it was it was like ah mm. this is going to be interesting and it was it was a really fascinating one to watch and because they sent teams out in uh in you know in uh rankings you know, yep. by, by, by last year's ranking um of course canyon Shrum were going off last so yeah we were we were um yeah we were it was it was like oh this is very interesting. You know, it's a very interesting TTT um, because you know, can anyone smash uh, Canyon Shram? Um, can Canyon Shram actually do this? Do you know what I mean? Because it's like it's like it's it's a really weird, it's a really really weird thing. So yeah, and anyway, the result was that uh, Canyon that bowl that yeah, finally Canyon toppled off their toppled their off their TTT their, podium. Their, their, yeah, their, their podium. well, not all the way off the podium though. Did and bowls. And Bowles Rental winning their first big TTT. I yeah. Think. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure they haven't they haven't beaten they haven't beaten uh, Canyon. So yeah, that was fascinating. So they they did it. It was a 11.3 kilometer TTT. They did it in in um in a um a 14:09 with Canyon Shram 20 seconds behind them. Orica Area 21 seconds behind uh, wow. behind Bowles. Rabo live 30 seconds, Wiggle High 539. Wow. So that means the difference between Orica and, and Canyon Sram was like one point something seconds, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And then Rabo live Rabo live just, just like ten seconds back from Canyon, but mm, without mm. their strongest team. It's yeah, it was it's going to be great watching TTT. You know, this I cannot wait for Vagorda and then the Worlds just to see what happens because, I mean, Bowles, yep. of course, has been unstoppable, like just unstoppable. And 
um and cra and crazy but 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 like yeah that was that's that's yeah that and so that left Ellen Van Dyke in the leaders jersey how they worked out the GC was they didn't do it based on their times they did it based on um ordering them oh right like, yep, okay know, one two three four five six seven eight nine ten or whatever and then they took bowls as time and then bowls got like I think it was 30 seconds taken off their time and then second place got like 25 seconds taken off their time and the next one got 23 sec 22 seconds taken off their time blah 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 so they kind of did it to make sure didn't that the team unfairly didn't, sort of prejudice um, the, the rest of the over, race over you know all the rest of the tour yeah and, yeah, and that's it's... interesting because it literally took me it took me so long work out the geez i just i, I, I say this like i know what i'm talking about no that would be yeah. an absolute and nightmare was, to try and work it, out yeah, on the road and <laughs> like fuck yeah and then over in the juniors restore cycling team who's a mixed team had won theirs with the national team well with the a team of great britain second quota go treks third uh fourth was national team of switzerland the fifth the de pedalars and then team of the, national, yeah. the Belgium team is sixth, and that was fascinating too because lots of those yeah, have never yeah. ridden well, the I mean, TTT imagine... before. Like, so they might never have ridden the TTT before, or if they have, yeah. they haven't done it with that team. And it was, yeah, it was really, really, and they were riding terrible conditions, like total pouring with rain, dark, cold, poor. You know, you're looking at these girls and go, "Oh my god, I'm old enough to be your mum," and and you're so cold and wet, and you're, oh god, oh god, you're, sure. Oh, I, sure. I know they're young women, like an eighteen-year-old, seventeen-year-old <laughs> woman is a is a young woman, but yeah. you're like your heart's going out to them. I just want to give you a blanket, yeah, and hot exactly. chocolate, it's you poor still, little it's thing. Far from ideal. Like, uh, it's you know, it's not it's not whether you'd send someone you cared about out into. So. <laughs> Yeah, so that was fun. And then stage two was Vinson and we've been there and it was uh, this is funny because a couple of the lads were saying before, Oh my god, it's a really dangerous finish. It's a really dangerous finish because it had like a hundred and eighty degree bend and it had a couple of like sharp corners and a road bump, and then it had narrowed into a little humpy bridge over a canal. And oh my god, and and you know, it was like, Oh shit, if that comes to a bunch of sprint, it's gonna be lethal. Shit, shit. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, maybe maybe this is too dangerous. And then when we started, this quarter when the race started, it, like the first break went in, in, in under 12 kilometres. And, <laughs> and there was no chance. And it's like, yeah, OK, it's going on big, long laps through, um, through the farmland. There's no <laughs> way it's going to be a bunch sprint. But it was quite, you know, but it's interesting because, you know, was it too dangerous? You know, uh, you know, some would say, oh, men would complain about this and would refuse to ride it. And some of the riders were saying, yeah, it could have been really lethal if it was raining and if we had come in a bunch of sprints. And that's an interesting point for me. Like, how do you make a race? Because at the same time, we dropped tons of junior riders. Like, we dropped, ton we dropped tons of elite riders and we yeah. dropped tons of junior riders on that stage. It was... It's raining and sunny and like the weather, brutal winds, blah, blah, blah. And you're thinking, well, is it is it better to have a race that lots of people finish? You know, where are you aiming your race at? Are you aiming it at the bottom third? Yeah, and also, you, also you know, part of cycling is racing in the elements, you know. And like, I think I think it's pretty clear for anyone who's listened to us over the years that we're very much on the side of rider safety as a paramount issue. But at the same time, yeah. like, I get that it's unpleasant. I get that it's uncomfortable. I get that it's not great. But riding in, like, you know, a really um, rainy day or whatever 
you know, is that really a safety thing or is it more, uh, you know, it changes the dynamics of the race kind of thing? Um, and, and it's hard to mm. say because I think I think the 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 one part of it that is impossible to predict is how it will be raced, you know. And and we talk about that a lot in relation to courses and you know and more benign sort of things like the wind, you know. So like if it's a really windy day, we don't complain. We just go echelons, yay. Um, if it's not a windy day, we go, oh, that's a bit disappointing because we we're hoping for wind, you know is rain significantly different and at what point do the riding conditions become you know where they go from challenging to dangerous it's i guess what i'm trying to say is that's a really really hard line to to you know draw because it's so contextual and it's so down to the conditions on the day and and stuff yeah yeah, and I mean, we've talked about this in the Spring Classics, haven't we? That this year, the Classics had unseasonably yeah. beautiful weather. So calm no, day, no, no wind, frozen gorgeous eyeballs sunshine, at all. you know, like, 10 I mean, degrees. Can you even call that spring, really? Yeah, like, mm. and, that's, and that has affected the racing. Like, it, it, yeah. it, has, it has affected the racing. and you know, not the, Well, exactly, not and, and that's the thing. It's racing. not that one's so right or wrong. Perfect. It's that they're, they're very, very different. And so, you know, my question becomes, you know, at what point at what point do you decide? And, I mean, I think this is the, the ultimate responsibility of the commissaires really on the race, isn't it, to to make that judgment call at, at, at where the line is between, um, you know, competitive riding in challenging conditions versus versus you know serious safety risk and and you know you've i think you've got to trust i mean it's a huge responsibility and i think you've really got to trust that Uh. yeah and the comment says did say on the line at vincent for the elites if it starts to thunder we're going yeah which would i reckon that would be the the thing for me is like the risk of you know when there's a risk of lightning strikes and shit like that like that's where i'd be like nah fuck this we're out um whereas if it, mm. if it's really wet i i don't know i mean i'm you know this is highly speculative i'm not a commissaire i'm i'm not you know this is this is the the um definition of armchair dsing really but like like i guess my kind of instinct is if it's weather that i would ride to work in like <laughs> i guess you'd race in it you know yeah it, I mean, it's interesting. It, it's yeah. It was a. I mean, it was a great. It was a great stage to kind of yeah. listen to on the radio and stuff. You know, like you're sitting again. Wow. It, because it was okay. a. It came down to like a group of twelve, uh, a group of twelve yeah. riders, and they were just attacking out of it and trying to get away and attacking out of it. And it was. And it's a group of twelve, but it's one of those ones where um, it was just you know twelve, but they had from Canyon Gurishi and Chikini and Brenawa. You know, and from yep. and Gracie Elvin and Van Vlerten from Orica and nice. Fletcher Mackay from Lifanta, Amy Peters from Wiggle 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 High Five, and then Romy Casper, Ellen Van Dyke, and Shabba yeah. Black yeah. from Bowles Dolphins. So, so it was a really, really yeah. interesting, interesting. <laughs> and Roxana Kanisman yeah. from, uh, from 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 Rabo as with with with, with Lucinda Brands, but she'd been dropped out. So it was. And it was really fascinating because, of course, it was a Lucinda Brand support with <laughs> you, a very technical You say that, and I'm like, yeah, of yeah, course it was... it's seven or eight um, duchies out of 12. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, yes, exactly. This is, I mean, you have to go hats off to Elena Cicchini and Gracie Elvin and Barbara Gurishi for not being, yeah. and, and, you yeah. know, for not being Dutch and German in that break. Because the, the, this race is dominated by Dutch and Germans. Only Dutch and Germans have won the GC. When you look down the list of who's won the who's won the stages, it's like there's there's just like there's like oh eight stages to Kirsten Field. You know what I mean? Like um, two yeah, stages to yeah. Ina Teutenberg. It's Dutch German, Dutch German, Dutch German. Just like tiny, tiny, tiny. Like one, to, you know, it's like one to Nicole Cook. One, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah, maybe not yeah. Nicole Cook. Sorry, but you know, you're, you're sitting there going, but there's only. This is this is extraordinary. It's it's basically all about wind riding. So my extra my extra chapeau to Elvin and Chikini and Gurishi because they were like yeah mixing mixing it up with you know because this, this is this is style of bike racing. Yeah, and and not just Dutch style riding, but these riders yeah who've yeah been like doing literally since, since they're they like you know twelve years old or whatever you know yeah. Exactly. I mean, you know, your Ellen van Dyke's. Uh, I mean, Anna Meek van Vleuten started later. Van Vleuten started later. But you know, your Flirtje Mackay and Amy Peters and and uh, Lisa Bullenhours and and uh, Ellen's. They've been. They've just Lucinda Brands. Yeah. They've grown up loving this kind of racing. They've never had to really. Uh, one of the things that was fascinating was every time you talk to riders. So you talk. I talked a lot to the juniors. I did lots of interviews with the little juniors and um, and with riders who were kind of first timers at this race. And when you talk to them, they go, Yeah. I'd heard about the theory of echelon riding, but it is completely yeah, yeah. different. When Imagine you just that realize. is like like a lot of those sort of things where you can even understand it conceptually. Like you've seen it on on video feeds and stuff. Like you understand how it works, but it it would be just such a huge difference between because it's the difference between knowing what's going on and actually feeling it. You know, I I, I still remember distinctly the, mm. when I learnt to draft off another rider and and the the sensation of you know suddenly being so close to someone else's wheel and feeling that pull behind you. Suddenly, your legs move a little bit more freely, but at the same time, your concentration sort of zeroes in and and stuff. I mean, you know, I imagine echelons would be similar but like even more of a a visceral sort of thing because you know you've got all that wind and movement around you and and suddenly you're in the middle of something that was before that purely theoretical yeah yeah and and you know the other thing is is about saying, yeah. yeah you you have to learn because <laughs> if you don't you get yelled at <laughs> and you're out yeah but, yeah you, know, you, imagine, to, you have to imagine that like just being just being and like in the middle of it and then having having um you know trixie or 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 yeah Anamik or someone just gently cut you out and drop you <laughs> well it's it's i mean this is why i love the junior this is why i love the fact there's an opportunity for junior racers and there were some junior racers because because it, it was very it was quite crashy in the juniors and it has a very large peloton with some very inexperienced inexperienced riders and although they were you know there was especially um nicolas nicole steiginger from the Steiginger from the netherlands was was doing lots and lots of attacking um they 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 had they had big crashes so you had quite a lot of riders who were out after stage two and um, but you saw them on twitter kind of saying yeah only lasted the TTT and the yeah. and one stage, but oh my god, I learned so much! Wow, that was incredible! You know, it wow, is, that's, it that's is. Such and also, I imagine, you know, imagine you, you know, like yeah, with with all that. of the resolve to come back and do better next time too. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's so much. And we were talking about like yeah, two teams yeah. from Turkey in the race in the junior race, and they 
they've as we were trying to work out have Turkish teams ever gone to a European stage race and we we're talking about it like like apparently they only like train they only, they only train once a week and they they got to the wow. airport and they didn't have a DS with them they didn't have anyone to drive the car with them and they just rang up from the airport to to Tice the race organizer going yeah we don't have anyone to drive could you sort us out a, a driver and so he was yeah, like being around yeah. his club and getting people from the from the you know from their bike club. Hey, does someone would someone do this? Because you know, but and of course they were all out. All of them were out. Like they had two two, two junior yeah. teams, and all eight girls were out after the second stage. But it's so much better to learn that when you're seventeen. That if you want this, you're going to have to you know, and and not and that doesn't just go for oh, yeah, the Turkish teams, absolutely. but it goes for the British. But it it's also the flow effect not really too. It's not just about them in that race. It's about them going home as well and going. This is what we need to do here. You know, the the lessons they learned there, you know, I mean, don't think for a second. I mean, you know, I I don't think anyone's under illusions. Bike racers are a vicious breed. Like, they will absolutely take every single trick they learned in those two stages back to their own, you know, national racing and destroy anyone who wasn't there with them using that, you know. Um, Mm. Absolutely. That's, That's exactly how you grow the sport from a, a global point of view by giving those opportunities to riders like that, um, but also grow the the talent pool globally as, as people get exposed to it. And, yeah, it's cool. Mm. Awesome. So, yeah. I mean, you know, two stages, yeah. the race is over. What else did you do while you were away? <laughs> yeah so stage stage so stage that's stage two stage three is in stads canal so it's our local stage it was like our local day our local um they went past the because everyone stays yep. in energy water in a big holiday camp it's like a very dutch holiday camp because it's a sports holiday camp um so you stay in little chalets and i, I yeah when i was talking to ellen 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 she was saying it's really interesting when you go to your first stage race with your new team because You've seen them at, at day races and you've shared a room with someone, you know, the night before and maybe the night after. But you don't really, she said, it's a really good, it's a really good time to get yeah. to know the team and yeah. to bond as a team and to kind of live with each other. It's the first opportunity, you know, you, you've, you maybe you've done it in um, Qatar, but this is in a diff, completely different iteration. So this was our local stage and we, and it's, um, it was, uh, yep. you know, Luke's, Now, this was Luke's a stage, Luke's, actually, Luke's, Luke's, Luke's. before you get too far and... into it, I just want to say, because um, obviously I was traveling for work last week, so I didn't actually see much happen live. So I really only got results and, and stuff to go on. This is stage really sort of stood out to me because, it, you know, and, and I'm, I don't mean this um, in any sort of way as a, as a knock against any of the riders, but I look at the, you know, like the, the top five or six writers on the stage and and i'm really curious to hear the story of how this all happened yeah so after it was like a brutal brutal ttt and a brutal first and a brutal brutal stage one stage um stage stage two was won by chantal black out of that group and so you've got 12 riders in gc contention yeah after stage two with um with like the next the next like rider um, after Khanate and Yulia Suk yep. at three minutes and at three and a half minutes back. So even with it, you know, so basically everyone was saying after this stage that the hope is that the GC, that you can get a break going that the GC riders can't get into. And I just want to say a little bit about the junior race because the junior stage one had 
lots of, had ended you know was lots of t- attacks lots of tons of groups on the end but it ended up with two riders from the same team Kuota Go Trex and a Dorota and Charlotte Cool had just basically leapt out of the peloton in a last minute attack and um come away to to take the win in second place with Christa Riffel of Germany um two seconds behind them and then Ariana Prussia of De Pedalars 15 se- bringing in a group at 15 seconds so the junior race the GC was all was tighter but in the mm. elite race it's it's a completely different beast. So yep, yep. there were various attempts to get brakes going, um, to, to get to get brakes going, and they kept failing <laughs> because they'd have someone like Lucinda yeah. Brandt in it, who was you know uh, who, yeah, who, yeah, who exactly. was like he's there on he's there on GC. Right Do you know what, what I mean? Fuck he's, are you he's, thinking? He's, like get back in. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, and it's and it's fascinating because yeah, because you're like well, if you're losing yeah, the brand, yeah. of course you want to go away. Yeah. But um, also, and if get, you're losing like, the brand, get up the road. Then no um, one is going yeah, to let you do that. <laughs> exactly, exactly, because state yeah, because basically stage stage um stage two for the elites would end up in a bunch sprint with eight riders finish. So it's you know you're like right, this is tight. It's a tight GC fight. But no, they ended up with so they they were kind of. So this break was formed quite, I guess, you know, quite early on. Right. They, they ended up riding about 60k together. But it was formed when um, Gretchen Stumhofer from the USA cycling team and Julia uh, yeah, Lett, yeah. like Gretchen attacked from high tech. And then Julia went out and then they, then Julia said that she looked around and saw that Gretchen's teammate, Ali Jagru, was chasing her. <laughs> so suggested maybe we, Gretchen that maybe, maybe we'll let our third person catch up. Because <laughs> yeah. there's, yeah, so you end up with this, and you end up with this group, which was um, so it's yeah six riders: um, Gretchen Stumhofer and Ali Dragu from USA, Julia Lett from High Tech Products, uh, Monique Teneglo from Rabo Live, and Sarah Penson um, from uh, Laris Wow Deals, and they were yep. joined by Vera Kuaduda. Yeah, and out yeah. of those riders, so all of them are way back on GC. Yeah, um, no GC threats, and they're riding together, and it's like, mm. and at first you're thinking, are they letting them stay? But it turned out that they're they're out there and it was again it was really interesting because every time they went through the points the, the lap finish you'd have Vera Kuaduda who was like you know way way back right, on GC like basically sprinting yeah, for yeah. everything like going for the points and, and also going up for the bonus bonification seconds yep, because yep. we have bonification seconds in energy water so you're like oh okay this is this is interesting that's interesting tactic and at the back of each group Every time they went through was Gretchen Stumhofer and Anna Jagu ah. looking a bit tired and looking a bit, um, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of like, like they're not doing very well. And and I thought out, my thoughts went to... Oh, she is too. She yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Ina, as we all know, is like Wiley is a bag full of foxes. Yeah. She is Wiley is a bag full of foxes. She's won, uh, she's not only won a couple of stages in the energy, in the energy walk tour, she also won the overall... Yeah in 2012 now last year um uh lauren hall and last year it was lauren hall and lauren Kamansky, two usa cycling riders who went out in a break and they said well often it's the best thing to do if you're from the usa and you haven't not used to riding in the bunch getting out into a break can be the absolute best thing for you because you can still get the experience of racing on these roads yeah, without well, and, and, like, and, you know to be fair and, and i mean again i know we joke about it a bit but it is it's a very valid point we talk about it you know going both ways too like when the european peloton goes back for like the philly classic or something 
um, where the wide roads really change the, the dynamic of the race because there's so much more room to move. And it is a challenging thing for Americans, but also to a certain extent, I reckon, Australians and others to to come to Europe and, and, and see those oh, those totally. roads and, and, and you know, suddenly yeah. narrow and, and, and have, you know, weird bollards and things on the sides of them that you're not used to seeing and stuff that it, it's just... It's a really, really different thing. And so, yeah, I totally get that whole point of, you know, yeah, getting the break in and, yeah, still race, still learn, still get a feel for it, but not have the same issue of 170 of your best friends jammed in around you. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, so it was interesting. So you're looking at it going, yeah, this is mm. this is kind of kind of wild. And, and then they were kind of... And Yulia Letts wasn't working because she was, because Stasnal yep. is where Kirsten Veeld won her stage last year of the Energy Water Tour. And so she's not working. And she was saying that they were getting very upset with her, like yelling at her to work. And she's like, what can I do? Yeah, I yeah. can't. My, you know, it's team tactics. What are you talking about? So it was particularly, it was a particularly interesting, and they kind of dropped Sarah Penton off it, off the, off the, off the bunch. And then when they came into the end game, suddenly they start attacking each other, like, bang, 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 and you have Vera Kurduda going for it, and it's like, Kurduda's yep. won stages here before, she's been second on GC before, but she was caught, and then apparently there was like this attack, 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 yeah. attack, and then there's a slight lull at about 3k to go, and Ali Dragoo shot off the front with Julia Lett behind her, Julia Lett behind her, and you know, yeah. scramble, scramble, scramble to get the win. So exciting to listen to from Stye's side of the road. It would have been so beautiful to watch. But it turns out we wow. end up with Dragu winning her first UCI yeah, yeah. ever stay, ever, ever win. Her first UCI win ever. Julie Lett's second, mm. two seconds behind her, came so close to catching her. And Gretchen Stumhofer, who wow. I think is in Europe wow. for the first Chapeau. time, coming like, coming third. Yeah. With Kuaduda fourth. Tenaglo's fifth, and then Sarah Penton, 22nd yeah, behind, and yeah. Amy Peters uh, look, I get that there's a whole bunch of reasons that, that that's allowed play out by the the main GC contenders and stuff, but that sounds like it would have been an awesome stage to see. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was literally, this was literally Gretchen Stumper. Wow, the first how amazing European would that be? Race. Like on the podium on her stage, and and the, oh not- my god, awesome. And and it's like and, and she wasn't the only one because I was speaking to two other of her to Holly Breck and Alison Aronsman. Um Alison Aronsman's raced before in Europe in Cyclocross, but this was again their first yeah. European race. They had a very, very young team. Now yep, yep. Ali Dragoo has done a little bit of European racing, but not much. Um she's and they're all very new to cycling. Gretchen Stumhofer, this is her first um this is her first full season. Um, Ali Dragoo is only started, you know, she's only started racing mm. in 2014 as an, as, as, as an elite. Um, Dragoo had raced uh, Binder and Hent Wevelgem, Wevel, Hent Wever, Hent Wevelgem, and um, yeah, but yeah, this is like, yeah, like wow, awesome. fucking hell, that's amazing. And you have, I mean, good, good on those riders, but you have to go, hell yeah, yeah. yeah those Teutonberg tactics. And and it was just, it was a classic case of, um, you know, Kuaduda lost it by going for everything. And, you yeah. know, and, and I'd, I'd written off those well, two and, Americans. And to be honest, just, I mean, just break truthfully, based on, um, based on no. past experiences of Americans riding in Europe, I mean, you know, it's it's not like there isn't form, that sort of thing. But as you say, how good is Ina then? You know, we, we always knew she was going to make a difference, but 
um, to to put her team into a position like that and then let them really make use of it. Like, wow. Yeah, and the, and the writers were saying afterwards that it was incredible. Like, she'd look at the map and she'd tell you exactly yeah, where the yeah. action was going to happen. This is going to happen here. This is going to happen here. This is. And wow. what she said worked. So which, yeah, it was. Which, um, I mean, uh, it was, among other things, holy fuck! Watch out, Olympics. Well, not really. Well, Olympics is in Rio. No, I mean, I don't think... Oh, really? Not, you, I don't, you don't think there's going to be a lot of tactical knowledge Olympics picked up between now and then? Uh, well, no, because... I mean, but, but the Olympic riders aren't these riders, are they? Maximum, they can have four riders. So the riders that they're going to have are going to be your Megan Guarniers, your your experienced yeah. riders who've been, you know, your, your Evelyn Stevenses. There's no, there's going to be yeah, no who's been there under, who's the, under the under the tutelage of who's not, of Ina for who's not a Peloton veteran. Yeah, but it's it's not it's just it's just not going to happen, and it's also not an Ina well, race. Well, uh, yeah, that's a, you know, it's Ina's, no, yeah, Ina's, but that's Ina's, probably Ina's, where I disagree because I think I, I totally agree that it's not an Ina race to ride, but. You know, I I think Ina to to DS is a whole different beast. No, no, I'm not suggesting I don't think that she's going to be DSing, DSing there because it's not just her. It's Jack, Jack what's Jack what's his name? Who's who's the who's the, yeah? I mean, I think I don't think we can transfer. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm not saying she will DS there. The I'm just saying I reckon she could. And I think it's about giving. And... I believe Ina. Yeah, I I think I think I think. I think what this is about is about providing a better route for young developing riders to, or USA based, or not necessarily yep. young in terms of age, but young in terms of cycling career, to be able to just make that transition yeah. to European racing so sure. much easier than it has been in the past. That's that's because you know we a, a couple of years ago the DS for the DS for for the women for the USA cycling team was. Um, was someone who'd you know he'd been a rider you know they they do it by people who'd been riders themselves and who'd never but yeah, who'd never yeah, been true. in a women's race and didn't know anything about women's racing yeah and that overt their overt yeah, plan for the was women, that you'd do, you get a year or two dsing yeah. the women then you'd go on to junior men yeah. and then you go to the under 23 men and then you go to the elite men so it's it's like it's like it's it's it, it's just you're not you're just not going to be able to have the same experience it's going yeah. to be miserable for you as an american rider coming over for team usa you're not going to get the results unless unless you're very 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 lucky and it's and it's not and you're not going to learn that much and that's why we saw so many riders who'd have like one one race yeah, in europe yeah. and then just go you know what i'm just going to race in the states from now on i'm not going to come back oh absolutely. whereas this lot the future's amazing so over in the um junior women over in the junior women, it ended up in a in a trio going out together, um, a, a group, a split, and that was won by Natalie Bletbex of the national te- Belgium national team, who had yep. won the Hentwerle a couple of the week before with um, Carline Swinkles of WCF Berg Climbers. <laughs> I love the fact that they have a club called Mountain Climbers in the Netherlands for Dutch Dutch cycling there. And Krista Riffel from the uh, German national team coming in in third and taking over the GC lead. Uh, with Jess Roberts from Great Britain bringing up a bump sprint 29 seconds later and all the kind of big names of, of, of junior cycling, you know, your Susanna Andersons. Kirsty Van Haften, who'd been the first uh, winner. Ariana Prusha, uh, tons of really strong junior you know junior riders in yeah. in the in the big bunch but yeah it cool. was it was it and was then next we we really have our double header day 
double header day. Um, stage 4A um, is Weedhorn. Um, lots of groups have tried to get away. Ended up in a bunch of sprint with Kirsten Field um, yep. there, winning her ninth stage of the Energy Walk Tour uh, for the for the for the elite riders um, and for the junior riders. The final their final their final stage. So 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 sad that it's over. Again, tons of break action with the yellow. Really exciting because the yellow jersey was like missed the first bunch and they were sprinting to get out, get on. Lots and lots and lots of attacks. Lots of riders just going for it and going for it. With um, Lena Metro of the national team Switzerland doing a late on wow. solo attack to win winning winning solo with her floor wearing of the pedal second Ariana Prusher of the pedalers third uh, yeah um, tons of big 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 bunch sprint with like a big group of I'd say about um, uh, 25 riders basically in the mix there because with the next yeah okay. five fifty-six. Wow. but uh, Krista Riffle won the GC and Krista Riffle you may remember from the junior world championships junior road world championships because she was a she was the one who was a big name for the junior ITT but she was not allowed to start. She had to start. She started late and in tears because she got onto the, po- the the start ramp and her bike, which had already been checked, they went, those gears aren't junior gears. They're too big. They're too long. And her team ran back, got an, apparently got an identical bike, absolutely identical setup wow. that she was allowed to yeah. start on. So Riffle like, and, started and, and stressed. Like, crying. <laughs> yeah. And she had a really good time, but. Yeah, I mean, poor girl. It was awful yeah. for her. You know, her first worlds, her first worlds, her first right, you know, race in the international, big race in the international yeah, stage. Yeah. So it was kind of nice to see Riffa won um, because, you know, she'd raced really hard and really well. And you're like, yeah. And, you know, of course, like uh, Lisa Brunauer had won the elite race after us. And so, so does this, you know, are you, you going to be the next Lisa Brunauer? <laughs> yeah, She's like, course, oh my God, she's like my idol. <laughs> it would be amazing. No. <laughs> I couldn't be. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't dream of this. No, God, no. I just I, and and so sweet. And you know, I mean, all the little Dutch riders, all the Dutch riders speak extreme great English. And but she's not her yeah. English isn't, isn't as strong as theirs. So, but it was just it was just nice. She was just lovely. You could see her yeah, face. Yeah. Like, how does it feel to Amazing. win? I Amazing. can't believe it. <laughs> just and there's you know Kirsty van Haften who'd been the lead at the beginning. She's half half Irish, half Dutch. So she had this amazing English accent that was half yeah. Dutch, half Irish Irish accent. It's just lovely. They're you know, they're just really they're so good to be around the juniors because they're so they're so like it's so good. They're riding literally on the same roads as the elites. They're being able to see the elite teams and they're, they're like, you know, just seeing what they have and how it's set up. Like I mean, of course, the ones I was speaking to were the ones who'd done quite well. Do you know what I mean, or who were who, who who were up there? But they were all like, oh, it just makes me want it more. You know, just just having the chance, and that's that's what I love about this race. It's giving them the chance to kind of really, you know, to really see what it's like, and and yeah. to kind of see how to ride and to make mistakes. You know, you make mistakes, and and to ride against some of there, there weren't any Italian riders there. There weren't any USA riders. There was supposed to be a USA. Um, a team but they can't uh but they couldn't come to uh because because of the because of the the, the bombing in 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 uh in brussels yeah, yeah. the brussels airport so brussels airport still isn't open exactly 
So, the, so you know, they they've basically taken the decision not to go, and it wasn't just oh my god, terrorism. Sure, it's also sure. will we be able to do it? You know, they had to make a choice a couple of weeks out, and they decided not to come. But apart from those, these are these are pretty much some of the yeah, best. Exactly. You know, these like are the three, names that we're going to be now. seeing exactly. all the way through the future. Like you know, Fletcher Mackay when I stayed here. Yeah, and so the Australians, you know, I was talking to so Cicchini was saying, oh, I'm going to tell the Italian Federation they should be sending teams here, and mm. Lauren Roney was mm. like, oh, I'm going to tell the Aussie Federation they should be sending teams here. You know, like it's it really it's, it, it's it honestly a, is, and it's such yeah, an opportunity. It, it, it's. Uh, you know i mean like like you say and like we were saying just before you know it's it's that thing of not just the skills and experiences that grow during that race but the stuff that you get to take back you know yeah 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 so so day four had been a beautiful sunny day like like you're sitting oh my god the prologue was terrible weather. Stage two was terrible weather. Um, stage three, it kind of, you know, well, it kind of was like like little tiny, very, very strong showers, um, you know, tons of wind. And then stage four had been, stage three was like, oh, hang on, like, there's no wind. And then stage four A was like, oh, this is a beautiful day. And so it's extra- so it's kind of strange. So yep. we'd had the bump sprint in the morning and then we had the ITT for the elites in the afternoon. And that was like the first chance to see your um yep. your linda billamson uh, yeah 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 well and Ellen like you say cat garfield and, and you know like, like like just this whole raft of of like riders that we know are going to be yeah. strong at the itt but like where are they at what's it looking like how's it going yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's only 13.6 kilometers. It's not really, you know, it's not, it, it's like, mm. this is not Annemiek, who's a very strong time trialist, but she's better in the short ones. And then you've got like people yep. like Roxanne Clayton, who's an absolutely superstar at prologue. So, yeah, it was interesting. And because she was way down in the GC, you had like, and the, and the GC was between 12 riders at this point still. You know, you had Gracie Elvin still up there, Lucinda Brandup still up there, Eleanor Cicchini still up there. So it was like, how will this shake it up? And, Villemerson, because she was way low down, kind of started off with a, you know, started off with a, a storming time, you know, storming time. But then Garfoot beat it. And then Taylor Wiles beat it. Like, you know, you're like, oh my God, Orica, this is going to be, yeah, this is going to be absolutely. super interesting too. I mean, for the if they're putting that together now, like, where does that land them? And, Yeah, and Chantal Blark was the lead, was leading on GC, but you know she's not as strong. She's not she's not like traditionally a strong time trialist. But so like you know, this is all going to be about um, the, you know in the TTT riders, Ellen Van, there's like your know, Van Vlerten, Brunauer, Ellen Van Dyke. You know, it was just fascinating. You know, you're kind of sitting there going, "Wow, this is exciting," and and Van Vlerten came in with an amazing, you know, kind of with this with this fantastic time, kind of seven seventeen twenty two, something like that. And you're like, wow, wow, this is fast. And then, and then you're sitting there, and then Lisa, and then Ellen Van, sorry, seventeen twenty two, uh, eighteen, yep, yep. eighteen, eighteen oh six or something. And then Van Dyke finishes seventeen forty four. Wow. And Bradauer yeah. is 48 seconds back on that. So it's like, wow. It ends with Ellen van Dijk yeah. first, Lisa, Annemiek van Vleuten second, Lisa Bradauer third, who are, you know, who are kind of GC contenders. Taylor Wiles and Kat Garfoot in fourth GC. and fifth for yeah, Orica, yeah. but they're not in the, up there in the, in the, uh-huh. in the GC. Ro- yeah, Roxana yeah. Kanatum in sixth, she, and she was still one of the 12 in GC. 
Ali de Goo, seventh. Sure. Amy Peters, uh, eighth. And so she's still in GC. Wow. Linda Willemson, ninth. Eleanor Cicchini, tenth. Yeah, yeah, it's and Eleanor's the first to say yeah, that yeah. TTing is like her least, her least strong specialism. But, you know, um, Christina yep. Mayorus, 11th. Chantal Black, 7th and um, 12th. Just one minute, 09, back on GC. Gracie Elvin. Um, so then you get to, like, Gracie right. Elvin, who is, you know, of your GC hopes. She was uh, 14th, 123 back. Yeah. Lucinda, ba- Black, Lucinda Brand, right. 127 back. And Flirtia Mackay, 135th back. So you're like, everything. And Romy Casper, right, right. 144 back. And that back. certainly shakes things up a fair GC bit. GC riders to kind of... Um, so you kind of like, this is going to be, and so you're kind of going, right, this is interesting for TT, ITC, well, interesting for GC. Also, just Went one pause before that. I mean, how fucking great for Alex Dragoo, too, you know, like, oh, yeah, but I mean, you know, like, well, like stage result expert, plus, you know, top 10 thing. in the ITT, yeah. you know, like, bloody hell, good times. Yeah. But you yep. start off, so in GC, Ellen leading, Anamique 37 seconds behind, Lisa Bernauer 52 seconds behind, Chantal Black 57 seconds behind, then Eleanor Cicchini 121, right. Amy Peters 134, Lucinda Brand and Gracie Ellen 138. And they go to the island. And I mean, riders, I don't think riders particularly like the island stage because, you know, you have a drive, you have an hour-long drive to the to the, to the the ferry port, and then you have an hour on the ferry, and then you get to the get to the start. Yeah, and then, of yeah. course, at the end, you have to do all of that before you get start going home, yeah? But, and last year, it was windy as hell. It's like, uh, it's like something like eight laps of 15 kilometres, and it goes along the seafront, which is beautiful, extraordinary landscape, and then it goes along the seafront, and it goes out into, like, some open kind of dune open fields. But, bizarrely, no wind. Like, like hardly any wind at all. So, like, oh, okay. So, so last year it was brutal. But last oh, okay. year, Ellen Van Dyke yep. missed the first break. So, <laughs> you're like, okay. So, and Ellen, so Ellen had said beforehand, yeah, I'm hoping it's not like last year. <laughs> I missed the break. So, because, you know, and last year, Anna Van der Brega won it. And, and you know, it, it's like, yeah. And so exciting. Tons of attacks. Tons of attacks, especially by Brenauer and Van Vloten. And Van Vloten's... Uh, you know, kind of got her eye not only on taking win, but also from stopping Blanauer beating her. So, you know, it's beautiful racing. Like, like, and Blanauer was just going for every yep. intermediate, yep. every intermediate bonification second, Blanauer would take the three. Yeah. Like she was, it was great racing. And, and then at one point, Cicchini got into a break. And of course, you know, Cicchini's only a minute and 22 back. So like, shit, chase that back down. And I, I don't know how, Bowls, bowls. They had this moment where, first of all, um, Chantal Black had been in a crash right. in stage four A, so she just pulled out because she just couldn't do it anymore. So they're down to five, they're down to four riders, I think, because Nikki Harris had pulled Shit. out. Down to four riders. Christine Majerus punches, and and Romy Casper yeah, is going yeah. for the um, intermediate difficult, points difficult team for the points is what jersey. Yeah. Well, I'm like that's chutzpah. How do you say the word chutzpah? That's like that's like that's gutsy. It's a that's bit like, of brass ovaries. That's is like, what we're saying. That's like that's like yeah yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Like, how are you doing that? What are you doing? You're you're like you know you're not putting all your eggs in the Ellen Van Dyke basket. You're going fuck it. Let's win everything. 
which was just like, I'm like, is that a terrible, terrible mistake? Oh, totally. like, it's like, wow, what are you, you know, that is confidence, isn't it? And so they're, so you've got like, and, and Ellen is chasing everything down. Like she's a, she's like, she's, <laughs> and she's laughing, oh, my team did all the work. But you're like, you know, you know, you can see on the, you can see on the photos, they kind of come through with, you know, Brunawa going for every, every bonus second. And also then the chance to escape because the, the, it basically went through the start yep. finish line. Then there's a little tiny incline and a, a sharp sure, turn onto sure. the boulevard, onto the front. So it's also a perfect place to escape. <laughs> um, but so, but not if you've got your yellow jersey kind of like three wheels back watching everything you do, you know. So super exciting finish, super exciting finish. Um, it's and it was a very interesting technical finish because yeah. um, in the last they were all quite te- they were all technical finishes this this year. The Guards Canal stage had probably the nearest to a run up, um, you know, kind of a kind of run up, but it still had a short corner. So you've got like a again, you've got like a tons of technical. A technical corner at about the technical corners and the last corner after that it's very a very twisty way in and we're like mm, well you have yeah. to basically the winner's the person who hits that last corner first <laughs> and um well when it came to which, the bunch sprints also, that was close and yeah, i mean you know regardless of the fact that the the course itself tells you that whoever hits that corner first is going to win the sprint it, it's like you know it, kirsten <laughs> it's yeah okay Yeah, yeah, I had I had pay, I I put it as a Lucinda Brown stage, but Kirsten got there first, and and there's a, we interviewed Lisa afterwards, and she's got this great quote that was like, yeah, I was kind of um, I was kind of on the inside of Kirsten, <laughs> Kirsten and she she wouldn't let me pass. I love that. Which, of love course, that I wasn't either. You know, like, yeah, of course she wouldn't let me pass, and yeah, neither <laughs> would I. I'd be like elbows, and oops, I clipped by accident, and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Kirsten Field wins the sprint. Lisa Bernauer second. Uh, Christine Mayer is third. Um, leading Ellen Van Dyke finishing wow. gently in ninth. Uh, yeah, winning the overall GC. Yeah, um, look, I was thinking about another this actually. Win. Um, Are we bored of you know, in the shower this morning? Um, not that we want to call the podcast "Shower Thoughts with Dan" or anything, but um, you know, I because yeah, it's the defining story of the season so far. Is balls, balls, balls. Uh, but I, I kind of land in the, in the place of it would be except that they're doing it in different and interesting ways. You know, it's not just Lizzie winning everything. It's not just, you know, methodical, yeah. you know, like on the men's side when Sky went through that period of like Chris Froome and 12 guys bent over looking at their, their computers instead of the road um, and looking like robots. You know, it's not like that at all. It's dynamic racing. It's different mm. riders. It's different tactics and it's different results. So... You know, to be perfectly honest, that they've clearly got the team um, in terms of just you know raw talent and strength, but also in terms of tactics and support for one another to pull this off. Um, so for mine, I'm I'm basically just excited. You know, I I certainly can't look on the season so far and go, mm. well, I'm not entertained. I'm thoroughly entertained. I'm entranced. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's how I feel. Like they were just, they were, ex- they were extraordinary. So Alan Van Dyke wins. Anna Mountpeak Van Vleuten second in um, second, uh, wow. thirty six seconds back. Lisa Brown so third, just thirty seven oh, seconds that, back. You know, all of times. her, all yeah, of yeah. her intermediate wow. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, and Annemiek had spotted yeah. that and had like gone, got like third, like one second off the Bonnie. Like if Annemiek hadn't got that, that would have been Lisa's there. Eleanor Chikini fourth, well, um, Amy is fifth, Lucinda Brown sixth, Gracie Elvin seventh, uh, Roxanne Knatum in eighth. Flushy McKinney, <laughs> Mummy Cast attempt, and also taking points jersey. Wow, and, because and, you know, uh, bowls. That's the other thing too. Is like, oh, I, I would just add to the whole bowls conversation. It's not like um, other teams aren't competitive either. Like uh, that, that's the other side of it. Yeah, bowls are very dominant at the moment. They're winning a lot, but yeah. other teams are in the mix and they're they're fighting for their positioning in, in racing as well. And and you know at some point something has to give someone will work out how to do that um yeah yeah i i'm loving it oh, to be perfectly honest i'm just really really enjoying the yeah. season so far it's yeah. uh, every race has just got me excited i'm really looking forward to seeing how it's going to unfold and and what happens next and all that sort of stuff yeah 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 i mean not only racing in the UK, uh, sorry, in the UK, in Europe, but we had racing over in uh, Redlands Classic, which was streamed live. I still couldn't work out how the live stream. Yeah, was yeah, I think they it was um... happening on on um, Ellis Cycling Tips, which I don't understand why you're doing I, I, Ellis Cycling Tips. I don't tips entirely understand either. I can only assume it was whatever, something to you know, do like, with um, okay. you know someone being able to sponsor the hosting requirements for streaming live video or something because. You know, it, it's not like it's prohibitive, but it is a bit technically tricky or, or something like that. But that is a guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah that which, was, um, that look, was one over. I find by, really interesting. I mean, we talked Kristen about this a couple Armstrong. of times, but obviously with Kristen angling very, very um, openly for an Olympic spot, um, it, it is interesting to me to see how it unfolds over the course of this year because we're going to see a lot not just of her um performance and and level but um every other american rider and there's not a shortage of american riders who have rightful claims on an olympic berth so i i'm just curious when, when you when you compare kristen yeah. winning at redlands to yeah when you um you know other riders doing things in in europe or whatever um it, it's just going to be i think a really complex year yep well i mean i think ali dragoo's finish for example is more is it means more than kristen winning in redland because redland isn't even isn't gc it's a very good race yeah, it's, a, it's a very different uh, but it's kind a, of race but it's absolutely a, but it's a and... local level it's a local race it's a local local level race yep and so you you but you look at i mean it's still got yep. a good field because kristen armstrong was first in gc mara abbott was second um yeah. eri unanimity of the of japan was third yeah. and eleven four. Jasmine Glaser, who's Canadian, yeah, from like it's, it's absolutely you know those it's are not that those it's are, you know those are those are like that at Redlands. I mean, I mean that's I, absolutely an achievement, and don't want to take anything away from it. But trying to put that in the context of the Olympics, where those aren't the riders that you'll be riding against if you're riding for Team USA, you're going to be riding against Ellen Van Dyke and Lisa Brunauer and Lucinda Brand and yeah. the rest of them, you know, and and Voss and Armitstead and. Emma Johansson and yeah. and you know it's going to be that kind of racing and you know that is I think part of what makes it really interesting because yeah you've got a lot I, I suspect by the end of the season well not the end of the season but deep into the season we're going to have a lot of results that are taken on their own probably look impressive but are going to be really difficult to compare well 
Uh, yeah, well, you see, I think the interesting thing is that those riders are choosing to ride there rather than because yeah. of the hilly race this weekend. This week, we've got a start tomorrow. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Umakami and Bira. Because we've also, and we also had the Umakami and Saria, Durango Umakami and Saria. So we had like sprints and yeah. classics type iteration of teams over in Energy Water. In Durango, Durango, Umakami and Saria, my favorite, um, my favorite, favorite, favorite. Uh, race race name we have you know we have a lot of the big mm. names over here and you're like no so why aren't why are they over there when because if that was one that comes down Bowles. to a two-woman yeah. breakaway between El- megan guarnier of, of uh bowls rental and at least along yeah Zabini, exactly. if we're gonna high five where megan guarnier won first of all yes <laughs> we have to acknowledge the bowls, the bowls right. gods of cycling yes bowls um and at the same time I mean, and and as we know from last year, like Megan, possibly more, well, maybe not necessarily more than any other American writer, but she is certainly for mine, like the from from her win at um, Strata Yankee, yeah, at, exactly, and 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 from her win, at she's Strata the writer Yankee who could win the Olympics. Year, she's the American who performance the, through the rest of the season, her performance so far this season, and now winning, you know, um, a Macamid Saria, you know, this week, like. You're 100%, in my opinion, right. You know, she is the American writer who I would be putting at the head of the American team. You know, I I, I just... Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's she's also got her yeah, automatic yeah. spots because of winning, because of becoming American USA national champion. Yeah. She's the only one who's like... But, not but how, how you worry, envisage not, 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 not building your worry, team but yeah, her it's, would, would um, mystify yeah, me. And it's... I'm not saying anyone's doing that, but I'm just saying, you know, if, if that were to go any other way, I would be absolutely amazed. Yeah, um, and and that's with all respect to the many talented American yeah. writers, yeah. you know. Yeah. But yeah. but like Megan is clearly to me the the one who, when you know, as we say just before talking about writing against your 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 Lisas or your Marianas or your Emmas or or whoever, Megan is the one who does that and does that really well on their terms on those types of courses. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So. If you're interested in hills, I mean, it's not as hilly as it used to be in Makamine Bira. It used to be proper mountains, but it's still hilly. It's still a hilly race. The last stage is it starts tomorrow. The hashtag is hashtag Bira, B-I-R-A, which is wonderful. The last stage is streamed live on Sunday, and it's got Bowles, it's got Megan, Evie Stevens. It's only got five riders because Lizzie Armitstead was meant mm. to ride but pulled out of it. Caroline Camerwell, Demi de Jong, and Kasia Pawlowska. So not their A team by any sense of the imagination. Yeah. Yep. Silence uh, there with Rosella Ratto, who's shown signs of life. Hurrah! Um, she's been very very quiet, but they seem to be attacking. They seem to be attacking a lot more since, since yeah. without Shelley Olds. Um, I guess because the team was built around Shelley Olds, so they were kind of tended to be riding a bit more defensive, and now they seem to be going a bit more attacky. Civella uh, Bigler are headed up by Ashley Moon Pasio and Carmen Small. True. Um, Ale Cipollini, this is where their climbers come into play. Malgazasas, Jacinska especially. Uh, team Oz, yep. Team Australian National Team has uh, Tiffany Cromwell. Uh, Lotto Sudal has Claudia Lichtenberg, um, who we always like to see. Um, sadly, no reigning champion, um, mm. uh, Kasia Neodoma, because Rabo aren't here. So that's sad, that's sad. But we do have um, probably... Uh, probably uh, one of my favourite riders, Sharon Laws, um, racing for Podium Ambition, and the probably yeah, the, big, probably the so. strongest I mean, team you know, on it's paper. A, it's a pretty good mix. I mean, 
yeah. Um, I'm not sure. But they've got Emma Johansson, um, Elisa longo right. Right. Uh, they had got Mayuka Hagiwara, but I've heard that she's not racing. Yeah, yet, they, the um, question yeah. for me is more whether or not they're, got they're their going for so, it hard yeah. or whether it's more uh, put some form into the climbing team rider's legs sort of thing. I, well, the question well, is... Well, I guess it's an extension of what we've team. seen from their own it's videos the through the, through the Spring question, Classics, isn't it? isn't it? You know, like it... Because, it, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's, it's that... Um, sort of subset of the team because it's the more climbing focused part of the team but again they haven't had a lot of opportunity to do this together yet and so how does that fit yeah, together and how does that what? work <laughs> but you also know what these climbing riders are looking at don't you not just the beer yeah exactly on, and on sunday you know honestly i know we we talk about it a fair bit but this this season is going to be one of those infinitely complex seasons because it's not just personal ambition plus team ambition plus season ambition but also national ambition and, and olympic ambition all all coming together into this really interesting tapestry um race by race rider by rider as as we try and see how it all fits together so mm, very excited um look we've been we've been mm. it's kind of amazing for for a, a tour and and a day race we've managed to fill our time quite nicely so is there anything else that you to quickly mention before we uh before we yeah Oh my god, so much mountain biking, first world chat cup um yeah in Lourdes. uh all sorts of stuff, too much stuff. Um I'll put I'll put a post. I'll, I'll make a post. I won't do it for this right. podcast post, but I'll make a podcast post without the podcast. Sometimes <laughs> so, all the information of all the races because I'm just like ugh, well, I'm no wonder you're, no I'm wonder you're so exhausted. And I went on the bike um, for the first yeah, time. Yeah, so do in, remember like, to swing ride so prowomencycling.com and and check out all the links and videos and things that Sarah will beautifully um collate and and curate for you um uh, among other things i'm sure there'll be some really cool um action from the second round of the bmx world cup which i'm only slightly heartbroken by the fact that it was two weeks before i get to manchester so i couldn't take my nieces to see but um yeah i know i know but anyway that's all right there'll be some point in time in the future i'm sure um and yeah, if you want to hit Sarah up on Twitter, she's at underscore pigeons underscore. I am at Dan W official. And as always, thank you to the very, very, very good looking people who fund Sarah's Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash women's cycling. Um, if you too would like to be a very, very good looking person, 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 something, um, you can do that for as little as two quid a month. So yeah, thank you. And um Thank you for hanging out. I'm sure we will, well, I'm not just sure. I know we'll be back next week to talk even more amazing women's cycling and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's time for Sarah to have a post-bike ride nap. Uh, we all know how that goes. So. Oh, totally. Toast bike race, yeah. Basically, I I I I went to the bike race. It was exhausting. I then got taken around Utrecht by our uh, by uh, a Wild, who's, <laughs> who's awesome, and maybe got a bike for the first time in years, <laughs> years. And with with like not yeah, the proper and, break. And I didn't die, which is the main feature. And I didn't so, die, yes. and yeah. So now I need. Thank to Thank you very much. It. We'll uh, we'll talk to you again soon.
<laughs> no, 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 no podcast was not was killed in the making. <laughs> Bye. Bye.